Have you ever heard of ultrasound guided neurofascial hydrodissection? I didn't think so. But I've done a lot of show on stem, a lot of shows on stem cells and PRP, and I even just recently did one on ozone. Well, put it all together, and you have this concept way cheaper. Matter of fact, I used to say proosome is where you start before you go to stem cells. Well, this is where you start. Uh, honestly, this inexpensive therapy can change your world from chronic pain to neuropathies to headache. I mean, so many things we discuss on this show. And I learned a ton. And we get to see the doctor who is uh, teaching us inject himself on ultrasound, uh, literally live. So you're going to get to see that on the show. Uh, but look, I, I think this is an amazing answer. I don't know what you know about fascia, but it is a cause of a lot of health problems, a lot of chronic pain, um, and something so simple is freeing up the nerve from the fascia around it, and wait till you see how easy it is. But this, this is a show. You're going to want to share a lot of this show, but stay tuned uh, for this episode of Cell TV. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we are welcoming Dr. Phil Lanoue III, who is an osteopathic physician whose passion is to help patients regain their function and quality of life, and an important part of his mission is to teach other healthcare practitioners how to perform diagnostic ultrasounds and ultrasound-guided injections. And stay tuned for a live demo later on in the interview. You're not going to want to miss it. You are really going to enjoy this. So I will let you two take it from here. So let's welcome Dr. Phil and, of course, Dr. Pampa. Welcome. Hi. Awesome. You, yeah, doc, Dr. Phil. Huh, that just seems to roll off for some reason. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time I've heard that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I have never put the third after your name, so that was the first for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've had some good fills in front of me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, let, let's uh, tell our audience um, that you and I have known each other now for uh, over, probably over, over a year now. Yeah. Over a year. I think just yeah. over a year. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, Phil is like me. Uh, he seeks out uh, his own experimentation and his own health. And, and uh, Phil, you were a client of mine who just probably saw Cell TV and was like, you know, cellular detox, that's what I need. You know, that's, that's why my brain's not shutting off because I remember when you first, when I first spoke to you, it was brain fog, lack of energy, you know, all the things that I would say most people uh, say, gosh, that's, that's what I have. I mean, kind of let's reflect back on that because yeah. we've done a lot together. Yes. So um, after residency, I just noticed that, that I, well, it kind of, I finished residency. There was some tr transition. I, I was working urgent care, working a lot, you know, at my new job, at my private practice, um, kind of stretching myself a little bit more thin. And I noticed over the next several months, like my brain just wasn't firing the way it used to. I noticed that, um, especially if I ate gluten, where before gluten never bothered me. Um, I noticed if I had like, you know, a beer, it would, would affect me for like two weeks, I felt like. Um, and just... I felt like my body was not functioning the way it used to. And then um, fast forward, I kind of kept, kept dealing with this and I was like, okay, how can I help myself? And so I was like, well, I'll give up gluten. And that actually helped some, 
but it wasn't the whole thing. And then, so after kind of dealing with this for a few years, one of my buddies, uh, Sam Lavis, he, um, who's an osteopathic, he's in residency now. So he's an osteopathic physician as well. One of the good friends of mine. Uh, but anyways, he, he was like, have you heard of Dr. Pompa? He's amazing. And he told me about some of the things that you do. And then me just naturally being curious, I was like, oh, I'm going to Google Dr. Pompa. And then I read your story and I was like, that sounds like me. And I was like, I need to, I want to work with him because I like to work with best. <laughs> yeah. So, and like me, uh, your first symptoms started, I, I, when you first came here, it was like three years ago. So now maybe over four years ago maybe even closer to five, yeah. but it started after you got amalgams out, just like me. Am I right on that? Yeah, that's right. I was like, I was so excited. I was like, I need to get this metal out because I knew it wasn't good for me. Um, I didn't know that much else about it. And so it was just over the course of several months after that, that I really started noticing. I'm like, what is going on with my brain? Like, you know, I, I, well, I couldn't be present. I was, I would be okay if I was in a fasting state, but a lot of times when I ate, I just did not feel good. And a lot of foods just didn't settle well with me anymore. And I kind of eventually got to the breaking point where I'm like, this is not okay for my wife, my kids, my family, my friends, my patients. Um, I was like, I need better energy. So I was like, I need help. And luckily yeah. I've been blessed to be connected with you. Well, you know, I, I always say, look, we all need a coach. You know, it's like I always say, if I got sick again, I'd hire one of the darn doctors I train just so I could not, you know, have to be stuck in emotional thinking all the time. <laughs> yeah, because it does. That, that thinking is powerful. Exactly. It's like I don't want to be there, man. You did the right thing, trust me. And then you also, like myself, ironically enough, later had a mold exposure which of course then you really reacted. So tell, tell a little bit about that. Yeah, so I had ended up having mold exposure and I, I probably had some mold exposure growing up in college and everything like that. And then I ended up having mold exposure. And for an example, we moved into this new house and within a month of moving in, we found a mushroom on the carpet growing. And then we found a puddle in the basement. And so then we found that there was three stories of water damage in one side of the house. And then one of our whole sliders, the way they, they formed the, the cement, it, the water would actually flow back into the house and there was no gutters. And so once they ripped open the walls, that was like surprise and there was some black mold. And obviously I realized that didn't really help my situation at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, and I, I say, you know, metals, mold, and hidden infections are the three big neurotoxins where it, people just lose their lives, even healthy people like you. you know. And then you had three root canals, as I recall, cavitation, yeah. got a yeah. cone beam done. Correct. So, so I actually went to, this is a good lesson for the listeners too. I went to a doctor in town who did a 3D cone beam, but he wasn't trained on how to read them properly. So yeah. he said that I looked fine. And then I talked with Dr. Pompla and he was like, you need to go to a guy that knows what he's talking about. And I was like, all right, well, I'll go over to Seattle. So I went over to Seattle, um, saw Dr. Panaport, and he found I had six cavitations. And I was like, okay, that makes sense why I'm not feeling too hot nowadays. Um, so I've already had four of them done. I'm waiting to get my last two done. And actually, I'm kind of doing a, a, a specific test right now to see if I can heal them with uh, doing enough 10-pass ozone treatments on my blood. Um, before I repeat. But anyways, I'm in the process of healing and each, each cavitation that I've had uh, uh, fixed 
has made a huge difference in my overall health. Yeah. Um, two of them were also parasites. The cultures came back as parasites. Yeah, was, right. With the, the DNA test, where literally they're taking the infections, which I love to do and see what's in, in you. And of course, there was bacteria, anaerobic bacteria, but parasites as well. Yep, all from Honduras back when 2015 when I went there to train for prolotherapy. So um, very, very grateful that I got connected with the right people for that. You know, and, and here's the thing with that, right? It's like how many people doc would uh be chasing the they're trying to get their microbiome right trying to kill parasites and meanwhile they're harvesting in you know places and uh, hidden infections in the oral cavity i mean imagine yeah i see it all the time and i see all these people with weird symptoms and i have them open their mouth and they have like 10 amalgam fillings and I'm, I'm i tell them you need to get that taken care of immediately but make sure you know there's a dentist with proper protocols and don't do too much at once you know all the things that you teach um, so hopefully I can, can help guide them through the detox side of that as they go. But I think a lot of people don't understand how truly important it is to have good mouth health. Yeah, I can, I can tell you that for sure. And you're still doing brain phases, I'm sure. Just oh, like, yeah, I love them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no doubt. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's so true. I, I mean, uh, people get their amalgams out. Uh, even in 25 years, they have brain fog and their brain's not working that inorganic mercury is still trapped in the brain until you do something about it. And then, then you get these other exposures like root canals, mold exposures. You know, it's this evil triad, man, that just steals people's lives and they don't know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty powerful stuff. This, what you teach. So I'm very grateful to. Be right, well, let, let, let's talk about what you're doing there because you know, uh, it's one of the reasons why I was so motivated to get your brain back because you're doing great work, man, including the, well, let, let's start with the ozone. Why not? Because I just, on episode 285, um, I talked about ozone and so many people wrote in, well, where can I get these, you know, these 10 pass ozones? We talked a lot about the high powered, you know, ozone and, uh, you know, pulling out the blood pushing it back in. That's what 10 pieces. You can give them a little review and then talk about some of the things in your office that you're doing this ozone for. Yeah. So, um, I, I've been doing ozone for about two and a half years right now. Um, and initially, um, I was exposed, uh, to ozone by actually a family friend, John Stockton, who's obviously a, one of the best all time basketball players. Um, super nice guy. Um, but anyways, I'm so grateful because then I spent some time with Dr. Jason West down in Pocatello, Idaho. He I love Jason. I, I was just with Jason a few weeks ago. Yeah, great guy. And then um, and then I ended up uh, last May, I, I went to a conference with Dr. Schallenberger, who's kind of the godfather of ozone in the United States. Um, he's been doing it for years. Um, and so uh, once I went to that course, um, I started doing a lot more systemic ozone, such as, you know, rectal ozone for liver function, um, just ozone topically, limb begging for infections. Um, you can use ozone oil for different, you know, skin ailments. Uh, the main thing we use it for, though, so people know, if people, yeah. you don't know what those things are that Doc just mentioned, episode 285, we talked all about all of those things. And now you have a place to, uh, to actually go to get it done. So go ahead, Doc. Correct. And so um, the, main, the main use we have for ozone, because we primarily treat musculoskeletal injuries here, and now we're getting more into the detox, anti-aging side of things, um, is for musculoskeletal injuries. So for example, uh, somebody comes in, they 
tweak their knee. They're like, oh man, my knee's hurting me. You need what we do, what makes us different is that we're trained in diagnostic ultrasound. So we're able to actually, um, in combination sometimes with MRI and or x-ray, um, we are able to diagnose their knee with diagnostic ultrasound. And so sometimes we'll actually pick up, you know, other tears and maybe their patellar tendon or their MCL that sometimes even the MRI miss. And so by doing that, we'll be able to get a bit more holistic picture of exactly what's going on with the patient, what the injury is and how we can actually help them. So then what we do is we use ultrasound guided injections, right? To, to guide the needle right exactly where the injury was. Um, and then we inject it typically with the procaine solution or we'll use um, stem, stem cells, placental tissue matrix, uh, PRP. Uh, we have a lot of different concoctions that we need to use uh, or we can use depending on what the patient wants, um, how quick we want to get them better. But then what we do at the end, we add on the ozone. And the ozone just gives more horse, horsepower for whatever we're using. Yeah. So, um, for example, you know, I hoop fest, I played a three on three tournament. Um, tweaked my right knee and injected my my knee with ozone the next next day it was actually um, and then immediately felt better within two days so um, yeah. I've seen some phenomenal results with it yeah I my ozone machine staying right over there I was just telling you a story how I used it yesterday you know it's like I I use that thing constantly I, I just uh, ozone is amazing but the 10 pass man I mean this is how you um, really push I mean you're taking out your blood you're put. You're basically mixing it and putting it back in ten times, right? I mean, that's the you know, the whole ten pack, ten pass. But what that does for your immune system is, is just amazing in general. Yeah. So, um, Dr. Lahotny is one of the um, physicians over in Austria who has the most experience using the ten pass, and he's been doing it for I think at least five years. Uh, and so, at his clinic, that's mainly what they do. They treat people with ten pass. So he'll have these people that have these non-healing ulcers chronic infections and, and some of these some of these patients get better within 48 hours for people that are a little bit more chronic such as people you know with Lyme MS uh, Parkinson's he's actually had really good outcomes with a lot of these patients um, with ongoing treatment so these people that have more chronic yeah. uh, conditions such as Lyme um, or you know any kind of like Epstein-Barr chronic viral infections they typically need more like 10 to 20 treatments but some of these responses in some of these cases are just miraculous yeah. how much better they get improving what it does is it balances out your immune function and it up or up regulates what he's found from what he's done up regulates and activates your stem cell production and then also up regulates and activates your mitochondrial function which are all great things yeah which when i get it done i, I feel amazing for days on end so um, obviously it benefits the healthy person or someone struggling to your point. All right. Well, you do a whole heck of a lot more. Tell, tell us about, uh, the ultrasound guided neurofascial, uh, basically therapies that you are hydro dissection as you call it as well. Tell yeah. So, um, so this is kind of a term that kind of came kind of combination of Dr. Stan Lamb out of Hong Kong, Dr. Tom Clark, who's kind of all of our teachers, who's a guru at ultrasound, excellent skills. And one of my uh, colleagues who has taught me a lot, uh, Dr. Sean Tierney, um, kind of a backdrop before we kind of go into that. I'm part of an organization called MSKUS, uh, which is an organization that helps teach physicians, other care, care providers, how to do ultrasound guided injections, how to do diagnostic ultrasound. And they're, they're largely the reason why I know how to do this. And I'm very grateful for all they've taught me. 
Um, and so what neurofascial ultrasound guided neurofascial hydrodissection is, is we're actually finding where uh, nerves get, actually get trapped by the connective tissue from a trauma, repetitive use. There's a, numerous different things that can happen with that. And so what happens is with the ultrasound, we're able to actually see where that nerve's being compressed. And we're able to guide a needle very specifically and precisely right above and below. And what we do is it's called hydrodissection because we're actually using fluid to dissect out those fascial planes, both above and below. So we create this space, this halo, we call it, over the nerve. And then we're able to scan up and down the nerve to make sure that halo is complete. So it works great for things like carpal tunnel syndrome, any sort of nerve entrapment, uh, lots of neck pain, people that have neuromas. I mean, they're, they're endless. I know we'll talk more about um, the different indications um, within this uh, talk, but uh, I've been amazed at some of the outcomes. For example, we just had a patient today who was in a really bad rear-end car accident. She ended up hurting her whole left brachial plexus, upper, uh, upper uh, thoracic spine, lower cervical spine. Um, and now she's, she's a, a NICU nurse and she has a difficulty gripping her fingers. And so uh, today I tested her and she was probably four plus or you know, four out of five strength. And so she couldn't quite hold those fingers strong all the way tight. So what we did is we ultrasound guided her, ultrasound guided, hydrodissected her brachial plexus up in her neck. Uh, we came down and we found that one of her painful spots is where her median nerve, which is the nerve that allows you to grip um, what, at her elbow, was, was hurting and inflamed on ultrasound. And then also at, there's another spot at the pronator tunnel that were all inflamed. So what we did is we ultrasound guided, we, we hydrodissected brachial plexus first. Her grip was still about the same. Then we ultrasound guided uh, and hydrodissected uh, the brachial or the median nerve at the elbow. And immediately she had five out of five strength, like no, no, no change at all. No differences side to side. Um, and then we just did, just because I thought she needed it, we also did it at the pronator tunnel. So wow. being able to use the very specific and precise uh, ultrasound to guide that needle right where that nerve entrapment is, you can get some phenomenal results with patients. Wow. How long has it been around? I mean, I, it's um, like it hasn't been around really long and I'm pretty sure Dr. Clark is the one that kind of started it. Mm -hmm. So he may, I, knowing him, he probably started dabbling like 20 years ago, but as far as like, I would say only the last five, maybe 10 years, it started to become more popular because people are realizing how valuable it is and how well it works and how few side effects. Um, the, I think the, the one of the coolest things is that the injectate that we typically use, so the solution we typically inject is 5% dextrose, which is very benign. It's not like steroids. It's very safe. It's very affordable as well. And so I think that's one of the things that makes it a very valuable treatment is that you can start with 5% dextrose and then eventually, you know, you can go up to PRP or exosomes or things like that if, you, if needed. Yeah. So it's inexpensive. It's a great place for people to start. Like I said, instead of jumping right into stem cells, you know, or, or exosomes, um, is it, it can be used for other things besides, you know, neuropathies and nerve related things. I mean, can it just be used for arthritis? Can it be, you know, what do you, yeah. what else are you using that, it for? Yeah, that's a great question. So we, uh, we have several patients to, um, they're scheduled. Our hope is they don't have to have knee replacement surgery, but that are scheduled for knee replacement. They said, Hey, can you just help me like for six months, get through this? And what we'll do is we'll do ultrasound guided hydrodissection along the nerves of a medial aspect of their knee. Cause what happens is that those nerves uh, along the 
inside of your knee, they actually get stuck on those bone, bone spurs. And so those bone spurs are actually irritating those nerves. So what we do is we go and actually dissect off those nerves and kind of create those fascial planes, create space. And a lot of times they'll get up the table immediately and say, oh, that feels so much better. And sometimes they don't need any surgery because you're taking care of their pain, even though their knee might still don't still might not look you know amazing um and so we use it a lot of times in combination with you know the different like stem cell based treatments or you know prp regenerative treatments just because it's a really important adjunct and i have had some patients who have had you know regenerative treatments that they're not actually responding as well as as far as the pain and what they've been missing is the hydrodissection and so i think that's a very, very crucial, important part of the actual, you know, diagnosis and treatment of all these musculoskeletal problems. Yeah, that's, that's interesting, you know, because now, okay, so fascia, um, it's under, it lays under our skin against our muscle, right? You know, it's like the turkey, you know, that like that, you take the skin off the turkey, that like gelatinous uh, connective tissue underneath there, just so people understand that, that, that this fascia, can you use it just for like, because I know that fascia after injuries becomes a problem. I mean, can you do it with just the fascia on the muscle yeah, as well? Yeah, so um, that's why we call it neurofascial hydrodissection, because in some cases, we're actually specifically going right around the nerve. And a lot yeah. of times you have these little sensory nerves that you can't even see within the connective tissue. So like, let's say that somebody had a trauma where, uh, let's say a chair or a table fell on a leg. And what happens is they have direct tissue trauma to that area. Uh So what you do is you actually guide the needle underneath that tissue and you separate out those fascial planes where that trauma has, has occurred. Um, And an example for you would be a patient we had today who has had a hip replacement surgery and has this huge scar on his lateral thigh. So the outside of his thigh, and he came in just had horrible hip pain. Uh, since his surgery. So um, after three treatments, he's already doing significantly better. He gets off the table and you can tell how much more comfortable he is um, just because we're able to actually guide the needle right where that scar tissue is. And we break that up. And then the cool thing is that we also do because we're trained in uh, using ozone is that after we hydrodissect, a lot of times what I've been doing recently is like adding low dose, uh, low concentration ozone. And I've been seeing some amazing results with people and nerve regeneration, you know, helping strength, helping get rid of tingling. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great combo. Yeah, I know. I mean, when people get their scars injected just with procaine, I mean, they go, Oh my gosh, it like transform. It could that be part of the reason is you are separating that fascia off of the scar. Correct. Yeah. And that's what I found. I had a patient who, um, I like to use patient examples cause I feel like they paint a better picture. I had a patient for about 10 years after she had a lumbar fusion. She had this lower abdominal scar, scar, and she had lymphedema or swelling of her lower extremities, more so on the left side. After two treatments, and all I did is I went deep into her scar tissue, um, up in her lower abdominal region, and injected 5% dextrose. And I believe I used a little bit of ozone there. After uh, two treatments, 85% improvement in her lymphedema that she's had for years. And she's been to like the best therapist. She's tried everything she could use. Um, and so I think it just shows you a lot of times these, these scar, the scar tissue and these fascial adhesions actually are affecting the lymphatic flow and just oh. your neurovascular system as a whole. Uh, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, how does this, there's neural therapy. I don't know how many people are familiar with that. How does this differ from that where, 
you know, I mean, I've had it done myself, right? Where the stellar ganglia has been injected, the crown of thorns, that's called neurotherapy. Uh, how does this differ? And yeah, so that's a great question. In some, some, in some ways, they overlap a lot. For example, if I'm injecting a scar, I'm using very similar neurotherapy techniques. Yeah. And for those of the, you, you who don't know, neurotherapy is, I believe it was from Germany, um, is where you inject scar tissue with procaine and it helps reset the nervous system so that yeah. your acupuncture meridians and everything flow and you feel much better. So, so the nice thing is about ultrasound is you can be a lot more specific. So rather than saying like, hey, if somebody comes in and they say, oh, my head just hurts along here. Neurotherapy, classically, you would just say, oh, does it hurt here? And just kind of map out with just your feel. For ultrasound got a hydrodissection, you can actually see or feel where where the actual cervical plexus, where the greater auricular nerve that comes up over your ear comes from, your lesser occipital nerve, your supraclavicular nerve, they all come out of the side of your neck. So what we'll do is rather than hitting all these spots here and here, a lot of times with just one spot, you can actually knock out all the pain to all those nerves immediately. Yeah. Wow. That That's incredible. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can see that as a huge, huge benefit. You know, like you said, I mean, I, I've even had people after stem cells still have you know what they describe as maybe just stiffness it may be that right i mean it may be that they just need that released like that yeah because there's a lot of you know good physicians you know doing this kind of treatment like as far as stem cell therapy but i think a very important part is like let's think about the nerves and so something that we've learned at our clinic because we have some a few other practitioners that work with me dr pasma and dr uh, mako yoshino is going to join us both both of them are both DOs. We're all trained in doing this type of treatment, the hydrodissection, is that we've just learned that being able to think about the nerves that are associated with the joint you're treating and then looking at those on ultrasound. For example, if somebody sprains their ankle, like an inversion sprain where they roll it kind of going inside so the outside of their ankle hurts, there's actually a nerve that comes right over that ankle joint that is often irritated. And so what happens is these patients come in and their swelling might be gone, but they're still like, oh, my, my yeah. ankle still hurts. A lot of times with those patients, it's one treatment and they're happy. They don't hurt anymore. They get their proprioception back right away. Um, sometimes you actually have to treat the ankle joint as well, depending on what it looks like and the stability. Um, but it's it's pretty phenomenal when you start incorporating this into your practice and but, how much better patients. Yeah, man. Well, you said it. You're, the proprioception gets better because, you know, that's that communication that you just kind of, your brain knows that something's not right biomechanically, still even know the tissues are better, the stem cells may have made a big difference or whatever treatment you did. Um, so, okay, I mean, I used to say that, hey, start with prolozole, mm -hmm. go to PRP and then stem cells, you know, I mean, you know, kind of like, okay, yeah. it's, it's cheaper here and it gets more expensive, you know, and if this doesn't work, go to this, if this doesn't work, go to this. Well, I mean, this is kind of like, perhaps the first and the last thing that you may want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's why it's important to, you know, when you're seeing whatever practitioner as you're seeing, make sure they feel, you feel comfortable with them. Um, I know with us, we have a unique skill set because we're trained as DO. So we're all trained in doing manipulation in combination, you know, to doing the ultrasound diagnostics and the ultrasound guided injections. Um, but a lot of times, if you can just really get a good idea of what exactly the diagnosis is, you can get a, way different treatment outcome and a lot of times save people a lot of money too i have no problem you know using stem cells or exosomes or you know placental tissue matrix or prp they're all great things and if people want to get you know results really fast sometimes that's the quickest way to do it but for some people 
you know, after a proper exam, you're just like, hey, you might just need hydro dissection. I'll give you another example. So I had a guy, I think he's about 42 year old, comes in with bilateral low back pain for years. I think like 10, 15 years. Uh-huh. And he's about to go on a trip. First time I met him, um, we had a mutual chiropractic friend um, who set us up. And uh, so I told him, I was like, hey, I know you just met me, but I really think I can help you with your back pain. And so what we ended up I'm going to bring a model up for those of you watching. There's a, this is the back of the pelvis. And so this is the iliac crest right here, which is kind of like your uh, pelvic bone on the back that kind of sticks out. And so he had pain right here and right here um, on either side of the, where the, the pelvis sticks out on the backside. So there's nerves right there called the superior uh, cluneal nerves that run right along there. And a lot of times they get caught in that fascia or dense connective tissue. Sometimes it can be from trauma. It can be, be from uh, repetitive over, overuse. So what all we did is we ultrasound guided, using ultrasound guided guidance, uh, we put the needle right along there and actually separated where that nerve was getting trapped. We did it on both sides. Um, other than initial numbing poke and a little bit of deeper numbing, he didn't really feel much. Got up immediately and said, hey, it felt great. And I said, all right, let's just see how you do. You know, because the numbing's in at that point. So you don't know long term how he's going to do. So he came back six weeks later. And the first thing he asked me is if he could hug me because his pain was minimal since since we did that. Yeah. So that that's a, just a small example of, you know, with proper diagnosis and proper use of this, um, you can get some amazing results. And sometimes these patients, you know, that have tried different regenerative things yeah. haven't quite worked. It might just be a, you know, neurofascial kind of adhesion problem. They just need some of this treatment. Yeah, you know, I mean, my my son um, broke his back. Uh, most people watching has probably been following that. But, you know, I'm thinking about that, right? It's like we're doing all these amazing things. However, a lot of that trauma obviously could really affect his fascia, which would show up later, and entrap a lot of nerves. My gosh, I mean, the, the amount of trauma. So this is something I want to get done for him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A common thing I also see is uh, people that have this kind of, they call it quadratus lumborum pain or like just the side of their low back pain. And sometimes they'll say it hurts in the front of their hip. So what we do is we actually, um, we go in through the side, right underneath deep to that quadratus lumborum muscle between the, that muscle and the iliopsoas, your hip flexor muscle. Right. And we actually push a bunch of fluid into where your lumbar plexus comes out. And what happens is that actually helps that pain on the back. And then it also helps all that tension through the front. So a lot of these patients with tight hip flexors, immediately they'll feel increased motion through that hip flexor. Yeah, that's amazing, dude. Like I said, I mean, I, I think this is where, where you start. Spokane, Washington, right? I mean, we'll, we'll make sure we'll put it. Just give people your website, your information. We'll put it on the screen here in the show notes as well. But give them your information. I know a lot of people are going to want to come and see you. Yeah, it'd be great. We'd love to help them out. Yeah. So what's your website? Give me your... Oh, our website is uh, com. And right now we're in the works of kind of revamping it at the moment. So um, you might get the older one or the newer one, depending on the week. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, put, it, we'll put up a link here for our, our folks. And uh, I don't know, is there a way for them even to call your office and say, hey, can you help this before? Because um, a yeah, lot of people... You, we have on our website right now, we have a link to Podium. So it's a instant messaging. So, um, and a lot of times I'm the one checking that. So what you can do is you can um, write a little message in that little box that pulls up in the corner and just say, hey, can you help help us with this problem? Is this something that you would treat? 
Um, if you're not quite sure um, whether or not we can help you. Um, but it's amazing how many patients you, you can truly help once you start actually looking into these fascial adhesions and you know nerve problems. And we've had several patients who, I had one patient who was scheduled for carpal tunnel surgery, looked us up online. We ended up doing the hydrodissection. A month later, her the actual um, area of her median nerve, which is the nerve that's affected in the carpal tunnel, had regulated back to normal size and her symptoms were significantly improved. So we did one more treatment after two treatments, she was good. So it's, it's really nice to have a, a, a different option, you know, for people that are like, yeah, on the fence for surgery. And the nice thing is there's no downtime. Yeah, you know? no, so totally. If you're somebody that doesn't want to take off work and you want to right. stay, keep your function, it's a great way to go. How far are you from the airport? Because I know a lot of people uh, fly. We're probably about, I'd say, 10 to 15 minutes. We're pretty close to the airport. Oh, we're, right. We're, right, uh, we're right in the Gonzaga University neighborhood, Gonzaga. Yeah, I know nothing about that. However, 10 to 15 minutes from the airport, that's like, you know, I yeah, tell you what, exactly. I want to come, I'm going to come get evaluated myself. I helped you, now you're going to have to help me. Yeah, I love, I love I, that. I, I just want to learn, honestly, for me at this point. I, I, I just like to see it. All right, with that said, I, I want to see it. You, you promised that you were yes. going to show us something. So um, now, for those this through, for those of you who are not watching, we're going to actually do a little demonstration. Um, I'm going to hydrodissect my superficial peroneal nerve, uh, which is on the outside of your leg, um, that often can be affected uh, from um, ankle sprains. So I had some ankle sprains when I was younger. Uh, my my uh, superficial peroneal nerve is much improved, but I might as well treat well, it. Let me ask you something on that note, right? My, my one son, Isaac, I've tried everything, is massively pronated feet, right? And we put stem cells and exosomes, PRP, we started, you know, and he has this constant, you know, um, jumper's knee, right? Where the pain ran under the patella um, and uh, it, nothing holds because his dark feet are pronated. Could, it, could he have some entrapped nerves that are, you know, fascia that yeah, he might, might have? It might be his tibial nerve in his parcel tunnel. That might be something that's entrapped there. Um, there's different things that can be going on because sometimes when you have nerve entrapment, it just affects like we talked about in the proprioception. So if you can't, yeah. if those muscles don't fire properly, you know, you can't, you can't have a normal gait, normal function. A lot of times, immediately patients will regain that. Yeah, I'm curious with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have a you look at it. But all right, let's. I can't wait to see this. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, you're, you're literally multitasking massively right now. I'm pretty impressed. You're not a woman, so it's really impressive, actually. <laughs> awesome. So, um, so yeah, so that 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 definitely might be part of what's going on there. Did you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm just waiting to see. I'm All right, so I'm waiting for the demonstration now. All right, so I'm gonna put this here. This this is my lovely assistant, Kaylee. Hello. She's my medical uh, student right now. We take a lot of students here, so cool. Uh, she's helping me. Kaylee's waiting in the wings, ready to help. Okay, there's the ultrasound picture. Pretty soon. All right, so right now this is a picture of the ultrasound right up here. Um, I'm gonna pretty soon. You're actually gonna see my anatomy. Um, and so 
let me change the setting. I, I, everybody loves the doctor who's willing to do his own treatments on himself. We're watching it live, folks. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. Um, so what you're going to see is you're going to see the needle come in from the side. And so what I'll do is I'll actually start looking at my foot, you know, my lower leg. Can we like can, uh, kind of like scroll down and like show you where the injection is and then back up to the Oh, screen. yeah. Let's do that. All right. Oh. So this is my leg lower leg okay. so this is my ankle yep and so superficial peroneal nerve it branches all the way up higher but the region where we're going to actually treat is right around here because on me it's actually significantly better than it used to be but i used to have a lot of swelling right here from my old injury mm -hmm. and so um what you, what what you'll see is i'm going to have the ultrasound right here and the needle is going to come in this way and what you're going to see on the screen is actually that needle coming across and kind of going over that nerve. So once I pull up the image, I'll actually show you what that nerve looks like so that you can actually keep your eye on it and kind of see what I'm doing. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, because then you know exactly where you're going and need to go. And by the way, I, I've had these superficial injections. I mean, you really barely feel anything. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, it, yeah a lot of times they don't, they, are, they don't hurt much at all, which is very nice. Yeah, which is why you can do it to yourself. Yes, exactly. I've done some things to myself that are a little more painful, but um, I'm glad that this is not one of them right now. <laughs> All right, so let me get some alcohol here. So, again, we're going to first go over the diagnostic image of what that looks and like. And so you have a little, um, tell what's in the solution, 5% uh, dextrose. Yeah, five, we're just using 5% dextrose today. That's it. Okay. Um, and, so, and, and by the way, people would be like, sugar, what, 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 what's that do? Okay, it's the fluid, number one, it causes the separation. Number two, it does stimulate the body into some healing, the immune system. Yeah, so um, the cool thing about 5% dextrose, it, what it actually does is it actually – um, resets a specific pain receptor called the TRVP1 receptor that's responsible for this like kind of achy, uh, chronic, irritating pain um, and actually sends a signal back to the spinal cord to relax all along the muscles that are along that pathway. So there's actually some really cool physiology as far as why the 5% dextrose specifically works. And on our website, we actually have a paper that um, from the American Academy of um, orthopedic medicine um, that they've created that explains some more of the physiology in detail. That's awesome. So what are we looking at there? All right. So, yes. Yeah, so uh, right here, you can see. It's a little, it's a little out of focus um, where it was before it was in focus. So let's see if we can. Here, let me um, change the gimbal a little bit. Uh, Is that yeah, a little better? That's better. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just had to change the game. So um, right here's my fibula. And you have a peroneal muscles back here. Okay, so the fibula is the small bone on the lateral. This is the bone, yeah. On the outside of your ankle, this is a little bone on the outside. That's fibula. And then when you walk, come across here, this is superficial tissue. So this is some subcutaneous fat and superficial fascia. And then when you come here, there's a little circle right here. And that's the, my superficial peroneal nerve. And it sh actually should not be that big. A lot of times these are a little harder harder to actually see. Mm -hmm. And so, but with mine, you can actually see it pretty easily. And then right here, you can see an artery down here at the bottom. And that's what's the one thing that's really nice about ultrasound is that you can actually pick up arteries. So you see, I just 
put on Doppler, so it actually lights up that artery. Oh. So that, that way you can do very high-risk procedures, but do it in a very safe manner. Yeah, so you know exactly. if you're in the upper cervical area, you can spot the carotid pretty easily. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so if I'm doing like stellate ganglion blocks or anything like that, you know exactly where the blood flow is so that you can be very safe for the patients. Mm-hmm and be very precise in where you're putting the solution. So right here, yes, you can see the fibula, and then right here, you can actually see the little uh, superficial peroneal nerve. So what, you, what you're gonna see is you're gonna actually see the needle, I think I'm gonna come from this side. So I'm gonna, you're gonna see the needle come from the left side, and then you're gonna see it open up, I'm gonna go below, and then above those fascial planes so that you can kind of see that actual hydrodissection. Can't motion. wait, it's just fun. Any questions? Any questions before we start? No, I'm, I'm like excited. This is fun stuff. Right, cool. I'm excited too. Get treatment at the same time. Mm -hmm. So actually I changed my mind. We're going to, the needle's going to be coming from the right side of the screen. <laughs> okay. Um, you can move that arrow. All right. So you're going to see. So when you're doing these injections, you got to make sure that the needle goes bevel up. All right, so you can see kind of from the top right, there's a needle kind of coming through. Yeah, I see it. Right line. And so you're now you're on the top of the nerve. Yeah, the key is to always see the tip. So I'm getting kind of, the, now I'm going to go into that fascial plane kind of below. And then you see how it opened up? Oh, yeah. So that's that, that's that nerve, that fascia surrounding that nerve opening up. Mm -hmm. So, you so you're, score, you're putting in the fluid. That's what's opening it up. Yeah, so the fluid opens up. That's what makes it very gentle. So it actually doesn't hurt very much because a lot of patients don't love injections. But this out of all everything we do is the least painful. And some of the results are pretty miraculous almost immediately. Yeah. So you can see right there, I'm still kind of coming underneath it, putting extra fluid. And then I'm coming back. So you can see, I, I can see the tip the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then what I do is I actually change and I, I change to bevel up so that the fluid actually pushes down from the needle. Oh yeah. And so then I'm coming over the top here. Right, now you're pushing it down. Correct. So you separated it off the bottom and now you're separating it off the top. Right. Yes, and then and I can actually feel like kind of a cool sensation down into my, to the top of my foot because that's where that nerve goes. So you can kind of see how it's kind of creating space. Right. Needle. So you're kind of separating out where that needle is right there. Right. And you can kind of see that space right there. So then I did uh, space above and below and then I just push, push a little extra fluid. So then you can kind of see, you see how if I go up and down, you can see that fluid kind of surrounding that nerve now. Yeah. Now, so, if, you hit, if you hit the nerve, what would you feel? Uh, you just feel like a little tingling. So when I first started learning this stuff, um, I wasn't—I didn't have quite the, quite as much precision about like three, four years ago. But now I can get pretty much as close as I want to, and I hardly ever feel anything. But the worst thing you'll feel is like a little zap, but um, it will never cause any problems. Yeah. Because you're being really gentle, and like we talked about before. The fluid is what is actually creating that space uh, for uh, that nerve uh, to actually 
function the way it was supposed to. Right. So something you can also do, as you can see my needle on the top, I can actually also hydro dissect some of these fascial planes that are super superficial. So right. you can see that needle kind of coming across here and then it just opens up some of those other planes. Yeah, so you're like, you're now you're kind of more on the muscular fascial, right? right. No. Yeah. And so a lot of times we'll treat both things together. That's that's smart, yeah. And so you can kind of see that needle kind of coming across here. It's kind of opening up those planes. Uh-huh. Um, and then now, kind of the same they, they say that there's a nerve plexus that is in the fascia, even under the muscle, meaning there's at least a, some type of very, very small nerve that communicate with the nerve system. Yeah, so the uh, in addition to the little nerves that are within the actual, um, here, I can take this back. Um, so in addition to the little nerves that are around the fascia and in the fascia, in the subcutaneous tissue, like the fat, um, you also have nerves that are actually around the nerves. They're called nervi nervorum. And so when you're actually creating space around that nerve, you're actually helping to reset those little nerves nerves that go to the nerve mm. um, and sometimes we'll actually hydro dissect around arteries too because there's actually sympathetic nerves around the artery and so sometimes if you know let's say there was a lot of trauma and you know that in that space that that artery itself you feel like the pulse where you had that trauma doesn't feel the same or it's a lot harder and so what you do is that you actually will hydro dissect around the RV, obviously you want to be careful so you don't make it bleed. But the fluid is what actually pushes the space and a lot of times that will actually reset the tone of the artery. So then it'll be more like fluent kind of uh, rhythmic. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a simple treatment, uh, but yet it's a big deal. I mean, you know, because when that fascia like that, you know, is choking, choking life off to an area, when you free that up, I mean, it's, it's, it's like an adjustment, right? I mean, it just, exactly. it just puts up the life force, you know, into tissues where, I mean, you can put stem cells or other things, but you have to, you have to free that nerve up. You do. Oh, it's a big deal. I had a, one of my patients, 34 year old guy, he played college baseball. He had no, uh, no feeling on the outside of his right thigh. It's called neurology parasitica um, for those of us in the medical field so anyways he couldn't feel his phone vibrate or anything on the right side for three years as soon as we hydro dissected with just five percent dextrose he immediately could feel his phone vibrate in his leg. Huh. it's just pretty pretty amazing stuff yeah yeah that, that that's awesome uh well dr phil i this has been a great show i'm telling you you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of calls i'm sure we'll make sure folks we, we put his number his contact in um, and Ashley will make sure that that's uh, up on the screen and we'll make sure it's um, also in the show notes. So I'm sure you're gonna get a lot of calls uh, because there's a lot of people with a lot of different problems and you're 10, 15 minutes from an airport, uh, Spokane, Washington. So it's pretty hard to help whoever, whoever we can. Yeah, yeah, well listen, I appreciate you, uh, Dr. Phil and um, Glad that we could uh, help each other out. It's great. Thank you for this opportunity, and thank you for all yeah. those. Listening. Absolutely. Well, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. This episode was brought to you by Cytodetox. Please check it out at buycytonow.com. We'll be back next week and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. 
We truly appreciate your support. You can always find us at CellularHealing.tv and please remember to spread the love by liking, subscribing, giving an iTunes review, and sharing the show with anyone you think may benefit from the information heard here. And as always, thanks for listening.